gun. Damn it! Look, people, this is chaos! everybody welcome back to gundam and mhq this is one of your hosts neo and joining me always is the soul bro what's the soul the- bro how are you doing <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> good evening everybody yo welcome to the show the soul bro says the soul <laughs> if only had that if only i had that much swag if only can you smell what the soul bro is cooking <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that reminds me of that trailer i just saw for uh the page movie the movie uh that uh, chronicles pages uh life in the wwe apparently the rock's all in that movie because he produced it and there's a scene at the very end of the trailer where he says uh where he's on the phone with page's dad and page don't believe it's the rock so uh he says prove it to me and he says if you smell what the rock is cooking and he says uh <laughs> and he just, he just hangs up on him it's like yo what the fuck <laughs> It's clearly The Rock. Come on now. You know, you know, The Rock is so entertaining that I actually watched that skyscraper movie. Oh, did you? And I didn't think it was too bad. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was all predictable and stuff, but it, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it was it was an hour and a half, hour forty minutes of just mindless entertainment of somehow <laughs> The Rock playing, um, you know, a, a disabled veteran and uh, saving his wife and kids from the. Um, from the the largest uh you know from burning up in the largest skyscraper ever built exactly so, <laughs> even though even though the skyscraper made complete there was like no sense to any of the stuff it made i was like this is wasn't too bad i was entertained for <laughs> <laughs> well not, i'm not planning to watch it again anytime soon i'm yeah. not really worried about you know anything like that but um you know but thank you, everybody. Welcome to episode 202 of Gundam at MHQ. And, of course, um, uh, we're going to be doing actually two topics tonight. We haven't done that in a while. We're going to be doing a quick uh, review of, of Gundam Thunderbolt Bandit Flower, which is a compilation movie of season two. So um, don't know how much we'll be going into that. And, uh, of course, we had some sad news last week, even though it's not really mecha related. I think it's something that, you know, it's something that we can sit here and kind of talk about and that's uh talking about the uh the recent death of stan lee the gosh i guess what uh, marvel comics mogul the Icon. face of marvel comics oh, i yeah. mean just geez big big thing um and yes Solbro, what's you know what's even more special about today what's that 85 years ago today mm-hmm, mm-hmm. News changed forever. How so? 
Today marks the 85th birthday of Lord King. Yo, get out! Larry King. Yeah, man. Oh, my yep. God. The, Yo, king, the king, even though we have the sad news of Stan Lee. Oh, my God. Uh, passing away last week at 95. We still have Larry King. We do. <laughs> Topeka, you're on. <laughs> I'm glad he's still. I'm glad he's still with us, man. He's 85 <laughs> years young. Uh, I always always see them like a counterpart to Stanley because they they they're like you know, old old men that come from like a, Dude, a, a the they, same they, era. They might as well be cousins or some shit. <laughs> it, how great of a buddy cop movie would have been Stanley and Larry King? <laughs> Good cop, best cop. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would be who? <laughs> Stan, oh. what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Freaking great. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that would be the greatest. I mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're two older guys that wear glasses, have their own unique fashion sense. Uh, you know, Stan Lee with that kind of pullover sweater, and then he also had, like, the members-only jacket forever. And then, of course, the suspenders of Larry King. So, exactly. yeah, man. Um, oh yeah, Yazi uh, says in in the um, in the um, chat here that Stanley was mistaken as uh, Larry King in Iron Man Two. Yeah, that's right. He cameoed his. Uh, that was his cameo. He was uh, he was Larry King. <laughs> this was so ridiculous. Oh my gosh. So, oh man. So yes, eighty five years ago, news changed. Uninformed news was born. <laughs> we get to celebrate the a life. Fact of, the <laughs> fact of going in unprepared to do a newscast. Who would have ever thought? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew we'd become a way of life? <laughs> it was sunny. And I, I still watch his, because he's got like his own web series now. Yeah. Uh, Larry King. I still watch it. It's, <laughs> it's <still laughs> Why did you decide to do that? Um, well, that's my job. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, everyone. Um, so yes, that's what will be our topics tonight as I uh, kind of uh, saunter over to the Lord King Memorial News Studio for some news listeners submitted news. Solbro, you got anything before we jump into this news? Oh. I know there's some. I know there's some news in here. Oh yeah, yeah. The people that's got the peoples got the going pe- crazy. Got the peoples going insane. And don't you worry, we're gonna do it up. Insane so don't in the membrane. We're about to get yes. into that, baby. But oh, uh, yeah. Oh, um, man. What's the soul bro talking about? Soul bro's got something cooking. Soul bro's got something cooking. <laughs> I got nothing cooking. <laughs> But but nothing that you're not gonna already talk about. So but as, but, um, as exhausting as it would be, it would be great if we could just do a show one day where we're just in like complete WWE characters. Oh wow! <laughs> It'd be the most exhausting show ever. Episode 300, baby. <laughs> we survived. There you go. Real quick, I do want to say hello to the stream. Uh, shout out to everybody who's uh, who's watching us, man. Shout out to Yup Yazi. Uh, Saber, who's watching uh, deep in the AM where he's at in, in, in Germany. So props to Saber, the Hod, Mekasan, uh, you know, just everybody who uh, has said something in the chat. Man, Zaldrin, uh, thank you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the dump of episodes that just showed up on iTunes. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. They were supposed to be we up on the 10th. enough to listen to for a while. <laughs> oh, my God. And then this one will be up this week. Uh, hold me to it. You can nag me every day. It'll be up this week. It should be up tomorrow, actually. So yeah, if well, you, if... So, so, so bro did a lot of good work, and unfortunately, 
one the, the, it's just the bane of Solboro's existence. Somehow uh -huh. technology is just against you. Yeah, I, I'm the one that hates robots, <laughs> and technology works fine for me. Yeah, no You're the one that would embrace it, and it's always working against you. So. I love technology, and it doesn't love me back, man. If anything, <laughs> that's what's up. But actually, actually, everybody, if you ever wonder if there's not an episode up after something's uh, been recorded. Uh, give Sobro an actual email because part of the reason why he realized that the <laughs> episodes didn't go in there was just because I was inquiring because I went to my uh, my podcast app and I was I I was like oh I thought this I thought these episodes were I actually thought there was something wrong with my phone and then I kind of checked and I was like oh I was like Sobro <laughs> did yeah. those episodes ever go up and he's like yeah they did they just they got stuck. So it's yeah, just... I was I was at the movie I was I was at the movies about to start when I got the text. It's like fuck, because I had to check my phone and I couldn't see that the new ones were up there. Just to give a little backstory, I had uploaded the episodes um, on the tenth, uh, but I did it through FTP. But the FTP must have failed out. So it's like god damn it. So I didn't bother to check to see if they're up. I I'd done it by FTP several times and it was fine, but it didn't seem to hold. So the episodes didn't show up on the on the. Uh, the feed so when neo saw that on sunday he let me know and it's like well i got all the episodes on my pc i just need to when i get home i'll re-upload them so that's what i did and so they were all up there so yeah the Libsyn uh is completely up to date now with um with all the episodes cool. of gundam leading up to episode cool. 202 which is what we're recording now and that'll be up this week and i plan to stay on it so i don't have a fucking backlog anymore so uh there you go <laughs> there you go but props to everybody who's out watching uh who's in the twitch chat uh, nobody. All right. <laughs> Flamex is usually there, so shout out to Flamex in advance. Yeah, this one goes out to you. Back to you, Neo. All right. Well, the first uh, man, Solbro, you might be a busy man here. What's uh, up? This first, uh, this first article comes from Philly Gundam fan. We got some, <laughs> we got more sad news. Oh, fudge. And and I I think in honor of this, you need to do. Well, I'll tell you what you need to do after this. Uh, but it looks like uh, Koji Tetsutani passed away, and he's most famous for being uh, playing Bernard Bernie Wiseman in yeah. 0080, and uh, also C Book in uh, F91. Yep. Um, and he was also the Night Gundam and the SD Gundam, SD Gundam Legend. He also was um, in Inuyasha. He was Tyler and Irresponsible Captain, Captain Tyler. Tyler. Yep. Stratos Four, Yu Yu Hakushu. Solomon and Blood Plus. So I think in honor, Solbro, you should put um, on YouTube, um, you know, Bernie's <laughs> Lament on, on on a 24-hour. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Constant play. <laughs> Bernie's Lament remastered with the forward of uh, of my dedication to him, man. Yo, <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> that was there was a lot of great send-ups to him uh, over that yeah. time. I forget. I think it was uh, was it Right Stuff or. Um, one of the one of the anime uh, DVD uh, labels had a really nice uh, tribute to him uh, when he passed uh, away, and uh, I yeah. thought it was really cool. It showed a picture of Captain Tyler sitting on a fence or something, and he was looking to the stars, and it uh, had a nice little thing to him. Uh, it was Nozomi Entertainment. Shout out to shout out to Yazi. Always oh, on the game, yo. Yeah, that's what's yeah. up, yo. Shout out to Yazi. He's, like he's like he's like information man. He is man. Yo, Yazi gets us in the tight spot, man. Yo, props to him. But yes, um, yeah, Nozomi Entertainment. He's like, I know Silvero is not. I know Silvero is talking out of his ass. Quick, right, yo, yo, save me. <laughs> <laughs> Silver's always got he's always got his eye on. Silver's old. <laughs> gotta gotta help him along. 
Yo, Yup says. He to talk out of his ass for things. So. He does. Yo, Yup says, see you, see you later, Spaceburger. Oh man. Oh that, man. Man, damn it. Oh man. man. That's well. I mean, this was from October twenty third, so maybe, maybe, maybe. But it's, see you, Spaceburger. That's harsh, dude. There's been a lot uh, of there's been a lot of say use that passed this year, man. It's been pretty nuts. Uh, that um, yeah, this guy, this guy died of uh, looks like uh, the old. Uh, oh, due to stroke. I thought it was cancer because it seemed like most of them were just dying from being yeah. chimneys. Yeah, lung, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah, the esophageal cancer or something of the nature is usually the the um, the villain in these cases. But yeah, it's uh, this this particular time it was different, man. And um, he he brought us a lot of years of entertainment, man. God bless yep. him. I, I really, I really, uh, I, I, I uh, my condolences to family and friends and all his fans. But he will live forever as Bernie. You sure will. <laughs> so thank you, Mr. Philly Gundam fan, for your submission. Oh, the next one here comes from Yazi88. Yeah, and I actually tweeted this on the old Gundam Twitter feed. Uh, mm-hmm. um, it's about Netflix. Big news here coming from the Hollywood Reporter. So Woo-hoo! you know this is important. Looks like Pacific Rim anime project among Netflix's new slate of Asian originals. Nice. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait to be in the 19th century there. <laughs> really? Oh, no. You, you could just say anime or uh, Asian originals, I guess. Well, I mean, they're probably, they're probably mixing in live odd, action stuff in there, too. So it, it, it's an odd, um, it's an odd title. Yeah. <laughs> and they also, they also mentioned Altered Harbin, which is a, di- which is a different, um, that's going to be an, an anime title, too. Um, but yeah, Pacific Rim. So it says here, returning to the epic battle of Kaiju and Jaegers, the original anime series will expand upon the story of the first two live-action movies and follow two siblings, an idealistic teenage boy and his naive younger sister who are forced to pilot an abandoned Jaeger across a hostile landscape in a desperate attempt to find their missing parents. Uh, Co-showrunners are Kyle Craig, who did Thor Ragnarok, Greg Johnson, who did X-Men Evolution. That's good. Uh, production company is going to be Legendary Entertainment, who's responsible for such hits as Kong Skull Island and Pokemon Detective Pikachu. So, uh, and there's a couple other things that they talked about. Uh, some other um, Netflix is going heavy into the anime, uh, but I guess the one that we really want to kind of just talk about here is uh, Pacific Rim Solbro. Um, I mean, I, I know I know your love of the of the franchise. Um, <laughs> this. Story. Are you with it? Um, what they've been talking about this for a good long while. When the first movie came out, they announced that they were going to do an animated series. But the question right. was when. And now, after the second movie's come out, and the second movie didn't do as well as the first, um, unfortunately, the first one didn't do very well either. But uh, the second one did worse. But they finally well, it announced enough, it did well enough to have a sequel. Yeah, I mean, it did. And um, what's great is that this new one. Um, this this new animated series is going to flesh out the universe more, and that's what I wanted uh, for the most part. Um, I, I'm glad to see that it's finally coming. It's something that's very adept for anime, given its source material. So, uh, I mean, sure. what, what it's ba- what what it's inspired by. So it's it's going it's going to do um, it's going. I think it's going to do well on Netflix. Animation as a whole has been doing pretty well on Netflix, and I'm glad to see that they're expanding uh, their well, original well, anime like, series on there. Well, like my tweet said, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I, I, I'm I'm good with this, but I actually was hoping they do a little bit more of like the early stages of the Jaeger program. I was kind of because it, it seems like uh, an interesting thing to me is like 
how this how the um the world was just so shocked and devastated by the kaijus that they were able to put all their resources and 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 maybe even really get into the more of the technology of the uh, of the drift right um you know that that's what i that, that's what i was kind of but you know i'm, I'm kind of good with this too so um but you know it, it, it's nice to see that even if we don't get another Pacific Rim live action, hopefully we might. We're still going to get more in this in this um, in this in this franchise, and, and maybe this is where it, it needs to go. You know, maybe it's better suited for something like this. So, but um, yeah, I, I thought it was. I'm, I'm kind of excited here. Um, when to say any news when it's coming out? I think. Um, probably sometime next year, I think. If Nothing they, if, here. If they just announced it, there's probably going to be, uh, it's probably going to be <clears> six <throat> months before we even see a trailer, yeah. I think. It's, it, I know the animation, the animation takes about nine months per episode. So, yeah, I I, I, I don't expect to see it for it. It being, as far as I can think, it probably will be a year before we actually see the series premiere. Um, maybe before Castlevania Season 3, if we get an, I, I know we're getting to Castlevania 3 Season 3, but we'll probably see it slightly before that. Um, and, and of course, and of course, there's uh, uh, part part of the reason why I think I wanted to see it early is because I want to see young Stacker Pentecost. There you go. <laughs> I just want to see him as a young humble ranger before he becomes the amazing, awesome dude that he becomes. If there's returning, on. if there are returning characters, I hope that the actors are are, are um, brought on to actually reprise their roles. Andrew Selva would do it. I, yeah. I got a feeling he would probably do it. I think I, I think all of them would be game too. I, I, Ron Perlman would definitely do it. So, <laughs> hey man, at this point, it's a stream of money. These people, this it's amazing how uh, voice acting no longer is something reserved to second-rate actors. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's still all the jobs. I, I remember. I remember a point in time when there was like the. The A-list people are like, I would never do TV. I would never do voiceovers. Yeah. And now that's all they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're on all these commercials and doing product placement, all that shit. It's like, yo, is that yeah. is that Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> it's like, no way. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey selling me a Lincoln while I, so I can go up to Carl's Jr. and get the the jalapeno uh, uh, famous star or something. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> It's wild stuff, but uh, a shout out to Yaz. He actually shared that uh, image, uh, by the way. Uh, for those who hadn't mi- uh, oh. missed it, he shared it. I put it in the uh, Discord chat. But for those who are watching the stream, here you go. There it is. Um, uh, that shout out to Nozomi Entertainment for putting that out. I think that was really cool. Uh, the Irresponsible Captain Tyler is something that we should definitely watch uh, for Gundam sometime yeah. in the future. I have not watched yeah, we it, should. and I've always wanted to. So uh, I, I guess, I guess, I guess it would fit a little bit in in Gundam. Mm-hmm. I think it would. Maybe. I mean, it, we, we. I mean, science fiction. So, I mean, science fiction yeah. anime with ships and shit. I, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can, if we can watch, I mean, I would watch Harlock for Gundam. So, I would. Uh, I would definitely watch. Uh, oh. yeah, I, I would. Oh. I would. I would watch Harlock for Gundam. I watch. Oh, I, I would watch. Uh, I always want to say Star Blazers. I, I would watch Yamato for Gundam, especially the late, the latest ones for well, Yamato. Oh, we did. So. Yeah, we, we did. We watched the live action, so that's not very far yeah. off to watch the the latest shows, which nah, I've ever been kicking ass. So that's something we have to do. And Tyler well, has Mecha in it, according to Yazi. So shit, it's uh, it's a Super Robot Wars. Oh well, fuck. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, well, and that that's a great segue. All that stuff you were talking about. Thank uh-huh. you, Mr. Yazi, eighty eight, for your submission. Because uh-huh. you come back again, and this is oh, Solber, are you sitting? Are you uh-huh. sitting? Oh my god, I know, right? I I, I, I know you're about to do the dance, the Solbro dance. <laughs> is that so? 
the soul bro dance it's kind of like doing the carlton indeed except it's soul bro style but yeah man jesus um yeah super robot wars you, you've heard about it right that game that's got the stuff with the robots and, and things like that never and, and <laughs> i almost i want i almost went into sil bosby but i remember he's been banned <laughs> he's been he's been banned <laughs> he can't do it sil bosby <laughs> He's paying. He's paying his debt to society right now. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's got to go. He's doing. He's doing vanity plates. <laughs> he vanity sure license plates. Woo, man! How times Whoa, have changed. Some, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god. What is the word coming to? But anyway, <laughs> it's a whole new meaning to fudge pudding. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah super robot wars t just in, was announced for the ps4 and the switch mm-hmm. and guess what the t stands for it doesn't stand for terrific it stands for terra so oh, super oh, robot wow. wars terra i was wondering what or, it what, meant. We, or what we'd call swrt so sounds like a sounds like a a mustang <laughs> new mustang <laughs> new mustang swrt <laughs> but um Wow. Okay, Silbro, are you sitting? I am. We got, some, we got we got some series information. This is what we're getting. Okay. All right, go for it. First of all, yeah, you heard about the Votomes, right? The Chirico and stuff. Oh, indeed. Well, you're gonna have Votomes, the TV series, the Last Red Shoulder units only in big battle. You got Shingetter Armageddon, Dunbine, Dunbine Neo Bistonwell, Gal Gygar TV, Mike Game. Gunbuster, Zeta Gundam, Double Zeta Gundam, Shars Counterattack, Shars Counterattack, Bell Torquichi, Bell Torquichi's children. children. <laughs> Yo, it's a mouthful. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Crossbone Gundam, mm-hmm. Crossbone Gundam Main, Skullheart, Units Only, Steel 7, Units Only, G Gundam, Trider, G7, mm. Gundam X Sword, Nadesco, Prince of Darkness. Okay, Soul Bro, this is where you really need to sit down. What's up? The new series and new Ooh. as in like new series that probably never been in this before. Mm-hmm. You said you wanted to review some Harlock. <laughs> well, I guess according to S- Super Robot Wars, it's okay to do on Goddamn now because they got <laughs> Captain Harlock, Arcadia, my youth coming exactly from Paradise. Something that me and Solbro said offline when we thought back, we're like. It was never on any of the other previous Super Robot Wars, Magical Rainer, uh, Night Ray Earth, mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop, Mazinger Z, Infinity. And there are some trailers uh, that we oh, yeah. got there. And I guess we want to take a look at the uh, the first, because I haven't seen the trailer. Oh, so, well, um, you get it loaded up, my friend, and you, do, yeah, you let, let me, me know let when me, you're ready. Let me get it here. Uh, okay, let's see. The one that you sent me. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm... Okay. You queued up at zero. All right, cool. I'm at zero zero. So oh, just oh. let let me let me know when I need to, to, to hit play. Un- we'll count down. Here we go. On one, three, two, one. Oh, oh. Wow, this is this is a nine minute trailer. Yeah, man. It, it, it goes by fast. Once you start seeing all the shit that's going on, we'll be all right. But uh, check this out, man. You two, please don't copyright claim us. <laughs> <laughs> if they do, I can I can edit out this part uh, out of the video, so I could do that. But <laughs> yeah, get, get that person ready. Enjoy enjoy this live commentary because uh, it may you may never see it again. 
the it's a bunch of Japanese oh, writing yeah. that I don't nobody sub for me, so I'm just saying this is going to be the most kick-ass movie or kick-ass game ever. The stuff is happening. <laughs> yeah, there will be things, worlds to conquer. Super Robot Wars T. The, and the, the T's for Terra. The toughest edition ever. <laughs> <laughs> they got some tough-ass suits in this fucking game, though. Yo, Zeta Gundam. I didn't even know Zeta was in this till I watched the trailer. Yo, look at my Man. boy. Yo, my son. Hey. I'm... Camille, it's a boy's name. It's a boy's name. <laughs> Relive the, fr the brain frying. <laughs> <laughs> Relive the trauma, son. <laughs> Relive the satisfaction Ooh. of killing Jared. <laughs> Yo, here we go. Prince of Darkness, man. Yo, the, o the only fucking thing to do with justice is Super Robot Wars, because watching that movie is, uh, it's a bit tough. <laughs> Yo, Aikido! Let's go! Yeah, those, those suits were cool, though. I gotta, I will say that. Oh, there's English subs? <laughs> I, I don't see them. Oh, is there? Apparently there's subs. That's okay. Oh, wait, That's okay, I'd rather just guess at what they're trying to do here. Make it more fun. <laughs> If there was a sub version, I wish someone had linked me the video. Yeah, gar, gar. Maybe oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, shit. Woo! The fucking oh. king. The goddamn king. Look at him. <laughs> I fucking can't believe he's back. Good shit. Yo, I think this, oh. has been a, this is going to be a Gal Gaga re, uh, revival. The manga series is coming out yeah. soon, so. Yeah. Makes me wonder what's going Maybe. on. Maybe. Yo, shout out to Ed. He says, my dog Yazan is in the cut, man. The violator. <laughs> Yo, Yazan. Shout out to Ed. Woo! Yo, get a Robo! Is this Armageddon? Woo! Yeah. Look at this pimp! Beam! Roasting him! Man. The chunk looks pretty good, Shit. too, man. Oh, yeah, mic game! Yes! Game. The yeah. trains! Let's go! This is this is probably something we need to discuss one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, eventually I think we're going to go through those series just like we went through like yeah. all of Tomino, so... Gundam. Yeah. Or Gundam, yeah. Yep. I've been wanting. We talked about it for a while, but I would like to go through. Uh, I know a lot of them the shows leading up to Gal Gaga. Yeah, some of them see. have been translated, uh, so it's yeah. it's tough to come across them. But we can we can find the ones that have been and, and go from there. Gunbuster. Woo! Yeah. Man. One of the best Super Robot Wars games started off with Gunbuster. Was it Super Robot Wars uh, Alpha? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. That was that was, the, that was the one of the best suits in the game, from what I remember. Yo, Ed says, let's go, child, make a Batman. <laughs> Yo, he tattooed him with that MG, though. Yo, or a battle of yeah, though. Yeah! Yo, we get the... Yo, you, guess who's back, Neo? The man with the best name ever. Shot, Shot motherfucking well, weapon. weapon. Woo! Yep. Oh, my God. Yo, and I wonder if... Um, I wonder if the town of Boston will be spared in honor of Sir Todd Dude, Guinness. Oh, we're going to Earth? Holy shit! Oh, my God, I can't wait. The spare the town of Boston. Yo, try the G7. Never seen this. Look how cool this shit looks, man. Look how yeah. classic that shit uh, is. I love the classic stuff. Let's go. It's got legit swords. I love that. <laughs> Yo. I love the music. Is this one of the um? Is this one of the Brave shows, guys? I don't think it is. It's probably it's probably older than that. Yo, Bill Torchka's children. Yep. Yo, where's Armin? My wife. <laughs> For my kids. Does Amaro survive? <laughs> is that the difference? <laughs> or does he just as dead? What? Oh, 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 he shot that shit as the as the Zaku was going towards it. That's awesome. Yo, Votoms. 
Let's go. Oh, man. Look at this killer, man. Uh, Look, watch this shit. Watch this. Watch this. Uh, uh, this shit from the opening of the show. Here we go. Here we go. Come on, let's go. Let's Ooh. go, Jericho. Hell yes. You see that cool shit, man? That's so cool. <laughs> God damn. Yo, crossbone Gundam, man. All flavors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yo, the, I'm sure the internet is happy. I'm okay. Yeah, the internet. The internet is loving this. Of course, this. This shows that the next show will be uh, Crossbow Gundam. <laughs> I'm sure. Mangas are Infinity. Oh, man. Ooh, yeah. Yep. Koji Kabuto, man. Show him what's going on. Let me see that breast fire, son. He's always cooking. Yeah, you gotta say, though, man, the super robots are coming back in a hard way, it seems like. Yeah, man, it might be It might be the time again, man. I hope so. Yo, look at oh, my right. man Judao. Are, are they going to have the cool combination music, though? That was always the best thing about Double Zeta. Ooh. The, that, that drum, that drum, uh, that drum heavy combination music they that, had. That shit was amazing. I always loved that. Yo, I'm just glad Judo, Judo was in the game, man. That's what's up. Yo, Neo Bison, well. Man, yo, I would never make sure this is better than the show. <laughs> man, I would never want to pilot that shit. Because you see what it does, uh, like regular schmoes that get inside of it, turns them oh, into yeah. fucking... Turns them into just just dissolves them. <laughs> G Gundam, woo! The word the Earth yeah. shook when that shit got announced. Yo, let's go. Where's the Maxter? Where's the Maxter? Oh Look at yo hitting him with that aura. <laughs> yo, get him! Oh hell, gun sword, baby! Yeah. Oh, gun sword. It's funny because guy looks a lot like Spike. I can't wait for them oh, to meet, boy. I can't wait. Yeah, he... Hey, you look like me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to... That's what the conversation right there. That's what I want to see. It's like, I'm satisfied. <laughs> I hope they get and along. Like, and like you said, Silvro, so, is the Bebop, are they going to go after the bounty on Harlock? <laughs> I hope so. Uh, yo, that's, that should be a plot point. They like, yo, Captain Harlock is the, the highest bounty we can ever hope to achieve, man. Let's uh, <laughs> let's go after him. I was like, that's a bad idea, fellas. You better bring some. You better bring some yeah, wine. You don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Woo! Oh. Expel from Paradise. This is the first I've ever heard of that show, to be honest. Yo, look at the Stingray, man! Look how small it is. Yeah! I love this shit. Fucking, I am. I was geeked when I saw this shit at work. Hell yes! Yo, fucking Harlock, baby! Yeah! There it is. There it is. Yo, that's that's the ship of champions right there. Everybody's about to shit their pants when they see that thing show up. What? Let's clap, son. Woo! Yo, he should be holding his glass of port as he's blasting the shit out of that fucking. That's that. That's that. The Jovian? Oh shit! Magic Knight Ray Earth. Yeah. Yo, my girl though. About time, man. God damn, I'm geeked to see this shit in this game. What? I was saying to Neo before the uh, before the show that I believe that, uh, of course, the story of the Ray Earth characters are going to cross over with um, are going to oh, cross over yeah. with the Dumbine characters. So uh, it was cool. It I was wondering. It does make it makes a lot of sense, man. All right. Woo! Look at oh, I forget oh, what man. those guys' names are, but those guys with the shit. Oh, the freaking um... the Autobots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, Sai Saishi, man! Oh. The Bitter Wufei! 
The better Wu <laughs> The best Wu Fei. Yo, hell yes, look at that cool shit. That's all I'm talking about. Yo, try to G7. Who the hell is this? Is she coming? <laughs> what is she doing? Woo! Yo, hell yes! The Noble Gundam. That is pretty cool. They're gonna have Noble Gundam. Yo, let's go, Koji, with the new VA. Shout out to Ed for pointing that out. He's got a new voice actor. Koji Kabuto. Super Robot Wars team. Buy it now. And props to uh, props to Yazi. He let me know that of course um, there is going to be an English Asian version uh, available on uh, I guess the um, the Pan ah. Pacific. So just like with the other releases, you'll be able to get a hold of that. And man, I'm exhausted. Man, that shit is hype as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo, I was I was I was quite pleased to see that man. Oh, Yazi does bring up a good point. It would have been cooler to have the Outlaw Star compared to the Bebop because because the, the ship was a mech. I mean, it, it was, was a crapless ship. You yeah. know what, though? But it that would have been cool. It opens up the door, though. So I'm, I'm oh, pretty sure oh, when, yeah. when there's another one, Outlaw Star is probably somewhere in the lineup that they're probably going to have in another game. Because Outlaw Star is such a good fucking story that I can't imagine they don't put that into Super Robot Wars. At, in, in, in some, if they could put Secret of Blue Water in Super Robot Wars, <laughs> which, the, which the last game had, um, they could do this. And I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that uh, Legend of Galactic Heroes will eventually be in the Super Robot Wars game. And that will fuck people up. No, no, that no, will no, no, fuck no, people. No, I'm telling no, you. Talking, I'm telling you. The, within the next 10 years, we're going to get, not not the whole story. We'll see. But we'll get, we'll get at least a smidgen of the story and, and um, some quirky ice. Right, <laughs> Legend of the Galactic Legend of the Galactic Hero should be its own strategy based game. Yeah. Like, I mean I'm actually surprised <laughs> they haven't done it yet, but whatever. But yeah, man, thank you, Mr. Yazi eighty eight, for that submission. And uh thank you everybody for all your submissions and uh, yeah, Solbro, man. It looks like uh Christmas came a little early, but it did, um man. but you know, it's you just gotta wait. It looks like this won't be out till uh sometime next year. So um <laughs> Shut that'll up. be Saber says, well, "So LOGH is gonna be in the Super Mario Awards game before Gundam. We've seen before uh, uh, Gundam gets a female mo uh, main pilot SBR. No, it'll be in the Super Robots game before I finish Super Robot Wars game before I finish it. <laughs> yeah, you can probably bet on that. That's for sure, man. But um, I, I would love to see a um, a, a Galactic Heroes game on the Super Robot Wars engine. I think that would really be cool. Um, you know, because I think tactically that would that would, that would uh." That would be uh, a cool game for Super Robot Wars fan, or so for for fans of um, uh, Galactic Heroes. But who knows? Who knows? Anyway, back to you, Neil. We're we're in the, we're in Silver's dreamscape right Indeed. now. So just we're, we're we're all just we're all just all along for the ride. So thank you everybody for your submissions. And if you ever have any submissions, uh, go to the Neo's listener submitted news article threaded the Gundam section of the Mecha Talk forum. And uh, Silver, let's just go right into our first. Uh, discussion here of um, uh, the Gundam Thunderbolt Bandit Flower, which is basically the compilation movie of season two of uh, which is the last is the four episodes of uh, of the eight episodes of Gundam Thunderbolt that we um, we had. Gosh, we did what about a year and a half ago, I think. Yeah, I believe uh, so. was 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 Chris was still around. Yeah, so we we, we got caught up to where the manga was too. We actually read all the way up yeah. where the manga mm -hmm. was at the time, 
And uh, yeah, that's where we left off. So in this one, we're uh, we basically seeing the the remnants of uh, the end of the one year war, where it seems like uh, the Federation is doing all its mop up duties of the Zeon factions, and um, we see, of course, uh, Daryl and his gang trying to um, you know do their hit and run attacks on the gun on the uh, Federation, trying to stay out of the Federation's uh, dragnet. And um, then we see that the uh, we have a new player that kind of comes out of the whole thing, and that's uh, the South Seas Alliance, which is that kind of religious faction of kind of like warrior monk type people. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we see that they've actually come in possession of this uh, psycho Zaku, which kind of makes sense. I mean, at the end of the um, uh, at the end of the uh, the war, you could see where a lot of these uh, product, uh, a lot of these uh, weapons might have gone on, you know, been stolen or whatever it was. And um, we see that um, you know now Io's got the Atlas Gundam, and he's participating in a lot of the mop up um, duties. And um, uh, I don't remember there really being anything new in this. Uh, I didn't see anything really. I stream might want to. I didn't. I wasn't paying too much attention, and I didn't really do too much research on it. But it seemed pretty. Sh- the Bandit Flower seemed pretty much just the greatest hits of those last four episodes. Mm-hmm. So, um, so bro, I guess that's kind of the the gist of of, of this of the so bro. Anything that kind of stood out for you? Um, uh, was it like? Was, was it better because it was shorter? I don't know. I mean, I, I think it flowed all right uh, when watching it. I, for the most it wasn't part, bad for a compilation movie. You no, know, not yeah. at all. I was actually pretty pretty it's riveted watching it. It's four right. episodes. It's a tight hour and thirty minutes, so it's uh, it, it was it was entertaining to sit down and watch. Um, I, I'm still horrified at a lot of the scenes in this, but that's exactly how war should be. It should be horrifying, uh, just to see all the deaths of all the people that you you briefly get introduced to, and then you see them get washed in all sorts of ways. Uh, the one girl who was in the ball that uh, oh, yeah. that was saying, "I'm sorry, I can't, I, I can't believe the guy got by me." And then you see like that that claw come into the cockpit and like pierce her face as like Jesus Christ, that's yeah. that's pretty personal. Uh, but I was telling Neil before the show, it's like the deaths that really got me though in this because they, they they animate those deaths so. So so fluidly, pun intended, are the ones where water came inside either the cabin of ships or came inside cockpits. Because the water, if you remember, they're fighting in the Arctic, so that water's freezing cold. And even if you're in a yeah. normal suit, you're still going to be freezing cold inside of there. And you're going to be dying of hypothermia if you manage to survive being sunk. But then those cats in the subs... That one dude that was in the uh, the hallway of the sub or in the, in the corridor of the sub where the, the sub got uh, hit on the side and the water was flowing in, when that wave of water came in and flushed him up against the door, it's like, that is that is by far one of the worst things I've ever seen. Because <laughs> my imagination started going. It's like, it's not, it's not enough to see someone rip the shreds, but when someone's dying of asphyxiation, of fucking uh, the water pressure and hypothermia... And, and the pressure being changed inside that sub at the time, you know, it's a lot of stuff there. And uh, that guy, that guy ate it bad. He he ate it bad. Yeah. But um, yeah, the one year war was no joke, man. Watching um the reenactment of uh Abawaku because we got to see a little bit, a little bit of it at the end of the last movie. But uh, to see Abawaku uh, get raided and uh, to see uh, those uh, Federation um soldiers make their escape along with Io uh, was good to see. But um. Ultimately, um, Neo and I were talking uh, before the show and talking about the fact that uh, 
uh, you start to realize that a lot of the stuff in this 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 show looks anachronistic for the time period and seems to be just a little bit more advanced than it should be <laughs> yeah. when watching this. And I was uh, I was telling Solbro the thing that just bothers me about it, and I, I voiced this before. It's just it's so, the the weaponry is so advanced, and it kind of cheapens it when they're at a Balaku. It's like I don't necessarily. I, I think I wouldn't have too much of a problem if they were somewhere else outside of that. But mm-hmm. I'm like, so you're telling me that you're giving Io a very advanced Gundam, you're having him fight in the same battlefield that the Federation ace is at yeah <laughs> and a guy that you've already built one suit that couldn't get delivered the alex um and he's in a suit that's way underpowered mm-hmm. for him um why wouldn't you switch that up i mean it, it that's that's the thing and it and it's just it it's starting to get a, a situation of like if you want to go back to the one-year war, just remember where we're at. I mean, I, if you want to put backpacks on things and all these other things on it, that's fine. But, um, you know, come on, man. I mean, it's you, you're still within the confines of the original show. And the fact that you're stating that, you know, even uh, the, the Gundam was the most advanced at the beginning of the series. And even though it falls behind later on in the show, it's only a, it's only like a one-year gap. I mean... It almost seems like these the both the Xeon and Federation suits are like it's looking like we're like ten year advancement in technology almost. Yeah, it like almost, Solo almost was joking like, "What am I going to start seeing three sixty view cockpits?" Because it's what it kind of seems like. It is. It's like it feels like shark counter, SARS counterattack technology, and in the in the on the eve of the one year war and. Um, it, it's it's. I mean, granted, I, I get it. We're using modern designs for, for one year war run back. We're even seeing like iPhones in the in the in the show. So yeah, I, I know they're gonna go back and, and take liberties with that, and that's fine. But um, you know, it, it, if anything, I love the sleek designs of the new suits and everything like that. But it's just it just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the time period, man. It doesn't even fit the 0083 time period. And we're three years yeah. before that. So, you know, sitting here and watching that, um, I, I know that um, a big argument is that a lot of people believe it's an alternate universe telling of the one-year war. But it's like that doesn't hold true because they don't really come out and say it. Where is that in the, uh, in, in the narration? Where is that in the story? I mean, you can right. look at it that way. But to me, I'm looking at it like any other spinoff that takes place during the one-year war, whether it be 0080, whether it be post-one-year war like 0083, whether it be 8th MS Team. The 8th MS Team you can make the same argument with, but you kind of... Let it slide a little bit because they also they also put in a little bit of the old designs for some of the suits in there. So there's kind of a mixture well, of the old and new. Are, and those suits are limited. Too. Yeah, they are. They are quite limited. The double the double double uh, eight team uh, MS team suits. Yeah, they're a little bit more refined and sleeker. They don't look like Optimus Prime as much. <laughs> you know, they're still limited. They're not. I mean, they can't. They can't fly. They mm-hmm. still they still need to be assisted. They need to be airdropped. They can do the the good old you know the, the jet the jet jump, but they're pretty limited. They don't have beam. They re- really don't have beam weaponry. They got um, wave riders, they, which is driving me nuts. Yeah, wave riders didn't yeah. fu- didn't didn't come into. Uh, the, I don't think they came into uh, prominence until. They, they don't, I don't even think we see wave riders in Double Eighty Three. Do we at all? I. I haven't seen 0083 in a while. I don't yeah. think so. Remind me, stream. Are there wave riders in 0083 at all? Because they sure as fuck are in this. 
<laughs> Bianca is piloting one. So, um, yeah, there's Wave Riders in this, uh, which didn't really start to get used a whole lot until Zeta. Zeta era, like Titans era. So, uh, I don't know, man. Like yeah, that, like Yazzie says, the MS Team Gundams were barely better than the GMs. And that's what they were. They were just high-powered GMs. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there was... So, that that's always been a big sticky point. I... I I am with you though, Solbro. I do like the fact. I like the fact that they do show the aftermath of a Balaku. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little gross and disgusting when they're collecting the bodies and oh, stuff, yeah. and then and all that. But it, it is very interesting, and it and it's a little weird that the Zeon and the Federation really didn't care too much about doing anything with it. They had to have the those monks come out. I don't know if they were like contracted out by the Federation or something. <laughs> But the fact they were the ones doing all that was a little bizarre to me. I can believe that that is a thing because you have to make uneasy alliances when you're up against a a, a bigger foe. But then you know shit yeah. shit does fall apart, and I believe that part of the story. What I don't believe is this guy is practically a mutant. He's practically Professor X. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah, new they go nuts with new type powers in this. Like I I can't like you don't see. That new type powers are that prolific. Even the strongest new types of the time. Uh, we're talking like um, uh, your, your girl um, was Shars. Uh, I forget her name. Um, four. Not four, Amara. but uh, Shars. Uh, Amaro and Shars' obsession. Um, oh my Amara. god! No, not oh, Amara. Lala. Lala, Lala soon. soon. Thank you. Thank you. I'm. Yeah. I'm dead tonight. Uh, <laughs> but Lala soon. Um, strong. Strong new type wasn't wasn't using charisma on people maybe she she kind of burned her uh, uh an impression into amaro but i mean this guy is like using vampire charisma to to to, to haunt these people into doing what he wants and it's like come on dude <laughs> i get it he was he went to the he went to the 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 federation new type institute but I, you know how is he so charismatic to have a cult man I, he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a new type that doesn't mean he's a a demigod it's like man come on now <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess you can always say it's the situation of in a in a, in a weird time like that where there, you know, the, all that death and destruction was going on, you know, because that's that's the overall theme, especially of like Zeta Gundam is the fact that, you know, the, all the death and destruction with the, we discovered the new types that, you know, it's a new part of humanity. They're the ones that can get us out from doing making the same stupid mistakes mm -hmm. which is a fallacy because in the end everybody's human so um it doesn't matter if you have special powers or not yeah um you know people still have the same motivations to do uh terrible things yeah. to each other so uh, by comparison um, i like i like the other new type billy i thought that was cool especially when he was directing his team to shoot yeah. blindly into certain areas now that that's more new typish to me that's still kind of above like what we normally see for new types, but I'm willing to buy that. But this this cult leader, it's like, man, I, there's got to be another angle to this, and I certainly hope there is. Granted, he's he's recruiting people who are living in a desperate time, and and that's something, especially a lot of orphans, which is one of the darkest things you can see in this, is that you got children's piloting mobile suits, and those children are willing to just kill themselves in order to to serve this 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 wacko. So um, yeah. that is that is super dark, and well, you know I, it it. It, it is what it is, but at, at the same time, I I didn't have. I mean, it, it put an element to the story that 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 did bring some stakes. So I do appreciate that overall. But um, so, but um, anything else, Solbro, about uh, Band of Flower? Like I said, I didn't really notice anything with any new footage or anything. Yeah. And I don't think there really was because 
it was a four episode um, compilation movie, and I think in some ways it it was actually more enjoyable than watching all three episodes or all four episodes. <laughs> uh, I mean, kind of because it kind of got to the point. Yeah, the, um, the pace is faster. That's most definite. Yeah, I mean, there's not there's nothing um, there's nothing um, you know they cut down on the music. I guess yeah. that's the whole thing with the series is the fact of using the music as, as you know, kind of being, yeah. you know, Gundam now is Macross or yeah. something. Or, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a jazz enthusiast, so when I'm listening to this, it's like, yo, it's cool to see a Gundam series with jazz. But it kind of falls short to me sometimes as I'm hearing some of the songs in the show sound like sound-alikes of songs that I already know. So I'm hearing this, yeah. it's like, man, I, I, I get where you go in here, guys, because you can't license the real music that you probably really want to use for this. You're coming up with your own original stuff. But at the same time, it just sounds like a knockoff, which is getting me. But I, I appreciate the effort. I really do. And... Uh, other than that, um, Art Saber says uh, nothing on Bianca. I think Bianca's a dope character. Uh, matter of fact, she's one of the characters I like the most. She's a bit of a she's a bit bloodthirsty, but <laughs> I like I like the well, scene. She's, mm-hmm. she's kind of the only interesting character. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else is kind of worthless and just. Um, I mean, even Daryl, it's like he has an interesting story, but mm-hmm. it just. He's just not that interesting of a character. They just yeah. don't make him that. I mean, we at should least touch with her mm-hmm. and the fact that she, yeah, like you just said. Um, I mean, not only the fact that she survived being a ball pilot, but she survived the one year war. Yeah, and she's she's a woman to begin with. Yep. So you can tell that part of it is a lot of how she is is just to fit in. But yeah, I think what you're talking about being a little bloodthirsty, it's probably a a byproduct of being in the war which is understandable and, it absolutely yeah. is i i will say this um for the most part the characters in this show i just can't connect to most of them but bianca is one i really do like um like even with the struggles with io trying to uh to get back with uh the girl claudia that uh he knew not so much get back but try to like uh reach out to her during the battlefield and i just i at, at the point i just I, I'm 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 not really enthralled with either character. So if yeah. they if they die, I'm not gonna be too too broken up about it. Uh, I I would be pretty sad if I saw Bianca die. I'd be pretty sad uh, if I saw Daryl die. Now Daryl, he's kind of like your nice guy protagonist. But yeah, to me, I I can relate a little bit more to Daryl than I can with Io. But Io is an interesting lead because he is like the antithesis of what you would get as a Gundam lead in the series. So that is probably the one yeah. factor of Io I will give him credit for is that he is definitely not um, he's definitely not cookie cutter when it comes to that. So I- I'm still interested in watching this series. I don't hate this series at all. I just find it to be um, just a little strange compared to the other Gundam uh spinoffs that i've seen in the one year war so as i watch it um i'm hoping that maybe the story and the plot gets a bit more uh become becomes a bit more appealing to me uh overall and the characters become rendered a little bit better uh so that way i'm i'm a bit more uh i care about what the characters more and uh we'll see what happens we'll see what happens Uh, i would uh uh, i guess stay tuned (laughs) well i guess um I'm, i'm trying to look here uh season Three. I don't. I'm not really seeing any information on it too much. But I, I need to get back into um, reading the manga because uh, it's been a while since I've even yeah. looked to see if there's been any new chapters. I'm sure there are, but basically, this anime ended where the manga ended, where we were reading. So <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know exactly. Much. I don't know exactly where there's uh what comes next. 
So uh, maybe uh, by reading the manga, I will see uh, if, th if things do improve. But uh, any ratings uh, you wanted to give it? Uh, yeah, if you want to give it a rating, what, what, do, what, do, you, what do you say? I mean, it's a compilation movie, so yeah. I mean, I guess you could rate it on the terms of being a competent comp. Uh, Compilation movie, if yeah. you want to do that. Super well animated. Uh, I, I I enjoyed the music, uh, some aspects of it, especially the orchestration. So overall, the production I think was solid. Um, I would give it a passing grade of uh, three drum solos out of five. Yeah, I'd probably give it. I think um, I, I think it's kind of interesting in the beginning where it just shows kind of the the horror of the aftermath of um, of the war. Mm -hmm. I think um, that it kind of gave me a real good scale and scope of like what was what happened. I mean, we, we've seen this stuff before, but the way they were kind of showing it so much because of what the monks were doing, um, it really um, made it back. Cause there was a couple of things where like you saw us, the pilots where they died. And then later on you're seeing their bodies getting Ooh. recovered. And yes. it's like, Ooh, yeah, that's just pretty, pretty creepy. It's a little rough. Um, <laughs> So I'd, 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 I'd have to say uh, I'd give it uh, three three out of five body bags. Um, <laughs> that's the thing that stuck out at me for it probably the most is just the brutality of that last battle. Yeah. So, um, but um, yeah, I didn't I didn't really see anything on uh, anything with a season three or anything. So um, I guess that's remains to be seen. Um, and uh, <laughs> Saber says Mike is weeping. Yo, shout outs to Sixer Mason. Yeah, I'm weeping after that Castlevania review. So, you know, touche. <laughs> Long story. But anyway, uh, yeah, um, hey, it is what it is. Uh, we all got our we all got our likes and dislikes, man. Uh, I can't uh, I can't say much. But um, yeah, man, I guess that's the end of our uh, review for uh, for Bandaflower. Bandaflower, yeah. So yeah, so bro, I guess uh, where were you when comic books died? Man, <laughs> oh man, I was uh, when I had learned about the death of Stanley. I was uh, I was at work, and uh, it was uh, Twitter. Hey, was, if, Twitter if was you, mm -hmm. wrote one thing. If you're not doing anything on your computer, are you? Because you're kind of going in and out. No, no, I'm not. No, I, I'm, okay. I, I might be a bit closer to the mic, so I'll do that. But no, um, ultimately, uh, yeah, I was at work when. I got the news about Stanley passing. I was uh, I just glanced at Twitter and I saw his name trending, and it's like, oh no, I really hope this isn't uh, either bad news or uh, worse news about his death. And uh, sure enough, that's exactly what it was, man. Um, he had uh, passed away uh, from complications, and uh, yeah, man, it uh, it took a moment, man, because um, I grew up. I, I wasn't an avid comic book reader when I was growing up, but I definitely was exposed to Stanley real early in my life because I grew up watching. Uh, two things that exposed me to Stan Lee when I was a kid. Uh, number one was Spider-Man and his amazing friends. I don't know if you guys remember that cartoon, but um, yeah. I believe it's the first thing he ever did uh, that involved that was involved in a Marvel uh, a production of some kind. I don't know if he was a part of the Spider-Man cartoon in the 60s. I don't think so, but uh, he definitely did the narration of the uh, Spider-Man and, and his amazing friends cartoon. I even showed up in an episode in a cameo, and some people cite that as the first cameo he, uh, he ever did in anything Marvel at all, uh, animated or on TV or something. Um, of course, he'd later show up in uh, the trial of the Incredible Hulk as the uh, as the jury foreman. <laughs> but the second thing I remember him from is they used to sell these, um, these vinyl... A re these 45s uh, I don't know if you, you guys are real young so you may not know what 45s are but 45s are are uh, these uh, smaller uh, vinyl records that they used to sell along with uh, comic books packaged in and he did the narration 
of the uh, of the comic book that was packaged into it, so you could listen to the record while you're reading the comic book. And uh, Stan Lee was uh, he did that for Spider Man and some other stuff, and it was really cool, man. Um, uh, those are the big two things. <clears throat> Spider it just goes to show how involved Stan Lee was when he was in and out of Marvel throughout the years, and um, he was definitely to me the um, the master of ceremonies for that label completely and and a, and a, and a man who master of ceremonies yeah. i think he is the label he is really much, really I, I, much I, I, label. He, even though in a weird way he really hasn't done anything for the viability of the business for a long long time yeah but he's he's the yeah i mean it's not gonna hurt marvel i mean it, it's a sad thing but i mean business-wise it won't hurt them but i mean it definitely is um i mean he's the face of marvel comics yeah. to me he he was definitely the front man. I, I gotta say, man, I, you, you got all these other greats that were there, like Jack Kirby, whose uh, whose contribution cannot be denied. Uh, Steve Ditko, who also passed earlier this year, is also an important uh, contribution. And for those that don't know, Steve Ditko is uh, the co-creator for Spider-Man along with Stan Lee. So, um, and he also did a lot of work on Doctor Strange and a lot of other great comic book characters at Marvel. But um, yeah, uh, he uh, he worked with all of those guys and. Um, People always like to say that. Um, I remember in the back in the day when um, people were uh, were clamoring for comic book artist creators rights that uh, Stan was kind of vilified at the time by cats like uh, Frank Miller and whatnot about um, why aren't these uh, creators getting their their proper due? Why is Jack Kirby not getting uh, more for uh, the characters he created? Stuff like that, and they kind of vilified Stan in the '90s. But really, you could go back and look. And see um, interviews with Stan, where Stan always gave credit to the cats that he worked with, and always said things like, "When we created this, or when we created that, not when I created this, and when I created that." So he always was given credit where it was due, uh, all throughout his career. Man, he was uh, he was a cat that um, he always knew that the the power of uh, the power of the group was a sufficient thing, and they, those guys in the bullpen created some really great shit. But um, what are your thoughts about uh, Stan's passing, Neil? Well, on that, that note, I sometimes wonder, I think it's I think it's easy for us to say after the fact that maybe and maybe he should have given them a little bit more um, credit. But mm -hmm. I also know back when comic books were when these guys started out, the copyright, the copy, the rights to these books and mm -hmm. characters. A lot of times these guys were just they were free agents and they were they were creating stuff to sell just to get a paycheck. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Siegel and Schuster is a is a is a big example. Yeah. The cats that created but, Superman, yeah. But I sometimes wonder, without Stan Lee, would we even know who Kirk, Jack Kirby, and these guys would be? Yeah, you would know. I mean, the hardcore people would know. But I mean, in some ways, it's like, yeah, he might have grandstanded a little bit, and he, and he probably did. But without him, would we even be still talking about these people at this point? And I mean, when you start getting into creative rights, it's always a messy thing, especially when it's, um, you know, because if you ever read about the, the history of, you know, com like Marvel, com I mean, what these things were, I mean, these guys used to, they get, they used to write books, they get paid a penny a word. Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's just crazy how these things were. And I mean, it, it's, um, and we have to remember too, that Marvel What's, at one point, it was a mess. I mean, it, you know, in the 80s and 90s, it went bankrupt a few times. It, you know, they were they were selling stuff just to get money, probably. I know, 
you know, the whole thing with rights with the characters. They, you know, for I don't know how, how many years you always heard they were going to make a Spider-Man movie or a Captain America. I mean, for God's sakes, they talked about Doctor Strange for like 15 years. Right. And I mean, it, so it, I think sometimes he gets a little vilified on that. But, um, you know, it's I, you know, for me, um, well, I grew up in Marvel Comics. I mean, I was yeah. never really that big in the D.C., but. I grew up in Marvel Comics. I always saw Stan Soapbox when I started getting really big into it. And I started buying comics that were done before I was born. And seeing even when he had a bigger, um, you know, a bigger contribution in a lot of those books, um, you know, you, you almost take it for granted. And I think in some ways we took it for granted for, um, you know, in some ways we're like, you know, it, it was hard to believe that he died because it seemed like he was never going to die. I mean, the man was 95 years old. <laughs> he had a hell of a life. And, um, you know, we uh, it's it's weird because I think, you know, earlier this year, earlier, like a few weeks ago, we heard that, you know, uh, Chris Evans, the, you know, the actor that plays Captain America. I mean, he's basically insinuated you're you're not going to see me as Captain America anymore. Like, yeah. thanks everybody for <laughs> for filming, and you know, it was great, and I'm out. And it's going to be weird now. You know, it's going to be weird when we don't see him as Captain America anymore. And it's going to be weird that first that first Marvel movie that he doesn't have a cameo in because it's almost become part of the thing. It's like, where is Stan Lee going to show up? In, in the Marvel movie, <laughs> they did, and, and and it's funny because they did bank a couple of cameos uh, of his before he passed. Oh yeah, I, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's stuff that somehow with the magic of CGI and, mm-hmm. and um, just uh, you know editing and things like that that they'll um, they might be able to squeeze a couple more out, but mm-hmm. it's going to be different, and I think. Um, you know, we all are jealous of Stanley because he had a he had a career that he loved. He had a job that he enjoyed that brought him joy, and I mean that brought him joy. Yeah, so, and it, and like, it's and it's wild because when he started in the business, it was a shame. Uh, it was a shame, but he he what he couldn't come out. And talk about the fact that he wrote comic books because people would be in it would be an embarrassing. Um, thing to talk about at at social gatherings and stuff like that when he was gathering right. when he would meet up with other writers or other people who had other professions they'd ask him what he did and he said he would be he was just said he was a writer but never said he worked in comic books because back then in the 40s and the 50s it was something that people would laugh off like it was like, you write those silly books oh pshaw but um you know eventually he and the cats at marvel embraced that whole the whole lifestyle and um and and the fact that they did write comic books and they were admonished for a long time and still, until uh, it became a very profitable industry. And then, of course, segued into other things like movies and video games and other properties and mediums. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, he had to suffer quite a bit um, in order to be able to get to the, the kind of status that we got. We grew up knowing him on. So um, I, I give him props for that, too, him and all, all the other creators. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, his his um, his mark you know, not only in that, but in like pop culture. I mm-hmm. mean, I think, I mean, he's, he's like a pop culture icon. He is. I mean, he's I one think, of the first. Uh, I think gods people that of... don't even, 
Mm-hmm. People that don't even know comics know Stan Lee, Lee is the, the comics guy. I yep. think that's what, you know, he's known as. He's and a great salesman, man. He has a great mic presence, yeah. too. Yeah. He go on the mic. He go on, a, he go on a, a little show at a college somewhere, and then he'd be on Good Morning America the next day. But uh, he was a man of the people, man. He would go to conventions. He's one of the first regular, one of the first big names that you would find at a convention when conventions started in, like, the 60s and the 70s. He was uh, right there from the very beginning, like him and William Shatner, in the mix. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, Shatner's come full circle about conventions now too. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of kind of interesting how that works. But, um, oh man. Well, no, I mean he's he's he does them now. I think. It, yeah. You know, I think he's he's selective, but yeah. there was you know there's always that one point where he was not he was really against it, but yeah, I think I think in some ways Stanley, I think the the passing of Stanley though, show, it shows an end of an era when it comes to a person that's identified with a corporation that never got corrupted by the things that be in the face of a corporation can do with you i mean it i mean he never he never seemed like he like you said he'd still go on uh, stupid little college shows um, <laughs> you know just to talk stuff i mean he was very engaging i mean up until the end i was watching those videos that he was making the last you know these last few months where he would just sit there and talk and muse about things and say hey what's up and be very supportive of people and you know and and saying things of like you know people shouldn't act this way because superhero you know especially in our current uh, climate where people are so negative and, and stuff you know he's uh, he seemed to be kind of um you know uh, a positive influence and mm-hmm. um it, it yeah I, I think that to me is the biggest thing and and it's weird because this is a guy that spanned generations. <laughs> I mean, there there are generations of people that are like um, that have dealt with this person that that have had him that him in their lives, mm-hmm. and um, it'll be interesting now because in all in in a lot of ways he was the last tie of Marvel being an innocent little <laughs> comic book company, not a huge multimedia giant that it's become now. Yeah, I mean. Because you still kind of felt, well, Stan Lee's involved, so it's still got that that mom and pop feel to it. But yeah. well, <laughs> it you hasn't know been mom and pop for a long time. <laughs> his, his his presence will still have a ripple effect on us for for years to come. I think Kevin Feige uh, over at Marvel uh, Marvel Studios wouldn't be Kevin Feige unless uh, he had you know uh, uh, if if he wasn't mentored in a way by I don't Stan know. Lee. Yeah, because I I think he comes in with the same approach. And the same love for what he does that Stan had for what he did too. Um, I think that Stan. I mean, Kevin Feige said on uh, I think believe on Twitter he's like I, I can't believe this day has come. I thought this man would live forever. Quoted yeah, saying that. Everybody th- yeah, well, everybody thought that. I mean, exactly. <clears throat> it's it's a tough thing, man. Um, you know, ultimately, I mean, to me, my mom, my mom even hit me up about Stan because uh, I, I I find this crazy, but my mom grew up in the islands uh, in Antigua, and she was an avid comic book reader. She was telling me when I sat down to talk to her this past weekend, she said she grew up in the era of uh, comic books where Marvel had done uh, uh, cowboy comic books, and she remembered uh, waiting week after week to read those, and of course reading Fantastic Four and X Men and all that other stuff. She grew up, and my her and my uncle Joe would read those comics, and they read Stan's Soapbox, and she um she said she looked at them like an uncle. 
And I thought that that was very powerful to me because my mom, you know, she's she, she, she was raised in the golden age of comics. So she was, you know, she, she, she saw all that stuff come into being as it was happening. And so could, you know, remember seeing uh, Iron Man and, and the Avengers and all that stuff when they were first coming out. And to just be completely brokenhearted that Stan had died. It's like, wow, he really reached a lot of people, man. He really did. Uh, a lot of generations. The man fought in World War II. Good Lord. <laughs> and he passed away on Veterans Day, which uh, is uh, also uh, something of note as well. But, um, yeah, he um, he is um, he was something else, man. Um, yeah. If anything, I mean, uh, it's sad, but, I mean, he'll he'll live on and. All the um, all the literature, all the uh, all the movies, all the TV shows that he was a part of, um, and I mean, in in our um, you know in our collective memories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be um, it, it's it is going to be interesting how you know how this stuff will move on and yeah. um, see how that goes. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's I just um. I just I I, I kind of get mad because um, I guess people have been talking some shit since he passed. Uh, some you know some rumor mongers out there talking about things that he did, and I don't know if it's true or not. Um, but I won't bring up what those are right now. But then um, you got other people out there like Bill Maher who had to say some shit about him the other day on his show, and it's like, man, you really have to take a fight. Uh, you have to really say you know something negative about this man after he passed. I know you want to make a statement about people getting involved in politics, but as like this is not the fight you want to pick, especially with someone who is a lot more beloved than you. <laughs> it's like, man, I, yeah. don't, I don't know, know what the, I don't know what he was thinking, but uh, yeah. Um, well, well, yeah, I saw I saw the quote, and I think um, you know what he said. I get what he says, sure, but yeah, I think he can find a better a way to say it. I think. Yeah, there is there is a time and place to say that, but also too, I think people need to respect his opinion. Yeah, and I think even I think even Stan Lee would say that. I mean, it, okay, so that's what he said. Don't be outraged. I mean, if you want to be outraged? That's fine. You don't have to listen to Bill Maher. You don't have to watch no, Bill Maher or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, I think. Um, you know, it, it, it's it, it. We just gotta stop being part of the the outrage machine on some of that because yeah, I don't. Can't bite it, I don't debate, think, right, and I don't think that. Um, I don't think Stan Lee would want that. No, he wouldn't. So yeah, and I think, um, and what he said, I don't necessarily think it was against Stan Lee the person. Mm-hmm. I think he was just trying to make the point of like. And in some ways, is a valid point. I mean, sure. And I think people should kind of look at this because I I see this not only with like comic books or video games, but I see it with sports too. That's what I'm saying. It's like sports. People, sports is a people, bigger distraction than anything comic books could ever provide. Well, <laughs> no, you're not getting my you're not getting my point. It's, yeah, it's the point of I think what Bill Marsh trying to say is when and it, you're right, he's trying to get people active. Because when people say, well, I don't want to pay attention to politics, it's so difficult. But the fact that people could, if you ever listen to people with comic books or video games or my God, sports. Yeah. The research that goes into this stuff. <laughs> or mecha anime. That, Who knew? Yeah, I, I, think that's, <laughs> I think that's his point. He yeah. said it in a very poor way, but 
you know, but yeah, I, I think we just can't. And, and, but maybe because, you know, just because everybody seemed like they loved them, maybe there's some people that don't. So, yeah. I mean, you, you're uh, not going to get just, that, that, that famous and popular and, 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 and successful without making a few enemies. It's going to happen. You know, um, you, you, sure. you're not, you can't win. You can't win over everybody. It's it, there's going to be some sad, some sore stories about him. Uh, that's where um one of the favorite things that you and I uh, enjoyed in the in the 2000s. Uh, what's it? Uh, Roger the Stanley experience. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys I have actually, ever seen I that. Actually, I actually watched. They're still they're on YouTube. There's yeah. really bad recordings of him on YouTube. Oh yeah. When he died. I had to go watch. I him. did too, bro. <laughs> Because, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't really get too upset with some of this stuff. But yeah. this one, I was kind of like, oh, man, this guy. Because I, I was, it was on the, it was last Monday. And I, I was off that day. Um, but it's it's one of those situations of, um, you know, it, it I was like, oh, damn. I, I had to kind of step back for a minute. I'm like, man, this is, um, this is, this is kind of tough. Because. Like I said, I, I mean, I think I was. You said with um, Kevin Feige, it's like you thought this guy would live forever. Yeah. Like you got to a point where it was just like, no, nah, he's ninety five. He's just gonna keep going. It seemed like he he'd have this little he'd have these little issues every so often, and it's like no, nah, he kept going. But um, you know, uh, you know, uh, no one lives forever, I guess. Yeah. So. Um, but he will. In, in, he will. Yeah, you know, he's, what, he's what he did. He has found immortality in in the in the hearts and minds of a lot of people, and he's created some of the the best. He's 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 participated in the creation of some of the best modern myths we've had in the last century. So, yeah. uh, word to Stanley, man. Um, to me, uh, I, I I I there's a few people that I would definitely weep for when they pass that are like a big people I've never met. Stanley was one of them. Um, you know, there's other cats that uh. You know, Lalo Schifrin, if he passed away, <laughs> I'd, I'd cry. Um, and you know, just, 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 just certain people. And um, uh, it was, um, it had a moment. Betty White, man, I'm not looking forward to that day, son. I'm not looking forward to that day. Oh my God. Yeah, God. She's, Damn. She keeps. Taking, she's still alive, huh? Yeah, she's the last one, bro. She's the last one of the four, man. Damn. Oh, what the Golden Girls? The Golden Girls, man. Shit. Yeah, we lost Blanche. <laughs> man, we lost Dorothy. <laughs> She's the last one, man. We gotta, we gotta keep her here, man. But you know, when it's your time, I, I, it's your I take, time. I take it, to, I take it from that. You were a huge fan of the Golden Girls. Oh, that's 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 one of the greatest sitcoms of all time, dude. I'm not ashamed. Yeah, really? I am not ashamed. That show is off the hook. I <laughs> it's still good. I I, I saw it a few times. Mm-hmm. I never got, um, I never got that big into it. Oh my so, god. Okay. Yo, I man. don't know what I was missing. What was I missing? <laughs> Yo, B. Arthur is a treasure. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's what's up, yo. Alexia, you know what time it is. Golden Girls was awesome. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yes. Yes, I used to watch that show all the time. I never, I've never heard of it, though, being considered one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. I would that's, put it I would put in my no, top ten. I really would, because the writing in that was, was dope. And I, the characters, I just think the back and forth, the chemistry But that was, was an off 80s the hook. sitcom, right? 80s to 90s, yeah. It? 80s, early 90s, it transitioned through the, the two decades. But yeah. Is it the, great, is it the greatest 80s sitcom? Ah no no. Um, What's the greatest eighties sitcom? Man, that, that's a tough one. <laughs> I you know it was the Cosby Show right, but now that is that is off the damn table. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. It's not it's not different strokes. It's not Benson. 
God damn, man. There's so many good man. Yeah, that was the that was a decade for sitcoms, man. That's a toughie. Family ties? Nah. Was it? I thought nah. I thought the nineties was. Yeah, man. Shit. Shit. Well, 90s Seinfeld. Seinfeld's a hard one to beat, though. It really is. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, Friends. Uh, you got, Friends is technically 90s, right? Even yeah, though see, I think it ended in the 2000s. Friends is in my blind spot like Golden Girls is in yours. I, I never watched Friends. I watched maybe one or two episodes that people keep saying, man, it's the greatest sitcom of all time. It's like, yeah, I'm good. Um, I, would <laughs> I, would, I, would, I wouldn't say that either. <laughs> it's like, man, that's that's the toughie right there. <laughs> I don't know if I can love you that much, yeah, praise. <laughs> I mean, I think... I think um, I think uh, Friends can be funny, but yeah, I don't. I think the Fresh Prince is the best one. Isn't Fresh that? Prince was was I good. love the Fresh Prince, man, because I, I love Uncle Phil. Yo. I always loved Uncle Phil. <laughs> I ran back that scene, right? I don't know if you remember this, but remember that episode where his dad or Fresh Prince's dad showed up, and oh, yeah. uh, and then he dipped at the end, and then yeah. uh, and then uh, Will Will broke down. Where did he love yeah. me, man? <laughs> But that was that was some tough stuff, man. That was that was a really good scene. Yo, and yo, Fred, shout us to Fred and and Flame X and Dalo. Fred says, "Where's the love for Alf? Alf is in my top. Uh, Alf is in my top ten. You know what's in my top ten? And I'll I'll fucking fight all of you guys. You know what's in my top ten? Fucking Small Wonder. I love me some Small Wonder. I don't give a I don't give a damn what people think. That was my shit. Small Wonder. Small Wonder. No one ever saw that show. It was a show about this guy who is an inventor who worked at this robotics firm, right? And he decides to make a robot daughter in in secret. So he makes it at his house. He's got a son and a wife, but his wife always wanted a daughter. So he makes this robot daughter named Vicky. And the show has got the worst premise in the world. But I will watch every damn episode of Small Wonder, baby. I will watch every episode. (laughs) It could have been an anime. You could make an anime a Small Wonder. It's like the premise with a little robot girl. Who's got like super strength and and dressed as a maid? It, it's the dumbest shit ever. But I love that dumbass show. I, I gotta say, it's in my top ten. That's what's up, yo. Anybody out there remember Small Wonder? Let me know. Hit me up. Sober Ryu on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> oh man, man. That, okay, that's my I, jam. I, but anyway, I've we never... we have devolved into sitcom talk. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, well, folks. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that that was such a. Didn't, I, I must, uh, I must check out Small Wonder. I guess just go to YouTube and look at, look, look up a clip, look up the opening. You'll see what I'm talking about. Shout out to Tiffany Percet. But uh, before, <laughs> before we wrap up this topic, man, what's your favorite Stan Lee cameo, man? Uh, if you have a few, man, you can rattle them off. Uh, my favorite. I kind of like the, um, um, I like the one in Spider-Man Homecoming where he's, he's like the oh, yelling yeah. neighbor. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> and I don't want, um, I don't want to, I don't want to hold you back to just the MCU movies, like across the board. It doesn't matter if it's a comic book movie or not. Cause uh, he did a few cameos in other films. I was surprised to learn he did a cameo in Prince's Diaries too. I had no fucking idea. So shout out to Double Toasted. I watched their, their tribute to St- Stan Lee and they showed some of the oddest cameos really? he, he made. In he's in Prince's Diaries too. He's at, uh, he's, he's in a scene at a church. I think there's a, there's a little wedding going on or some shit, but he's, uh, He's definitely um, in that movie, and it's like, yo, that's a Stanley camera. Where he was, where he was actually um, Stanley. He wasn't just like he was just a he was just a dude at a wedding. <laughs> oh, he was just kind of he was just kind of sitting there. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. 
Um, Saber, I'll give you that. Spider-Man 3 is a very good cameo. That's a very bad movie. I liked it because it was that, different. It was dope. He said enough said in that in that clip. So I give him all. And I and I did like the I like the um, I do like the Iron Man cameos because mm-hmm. uh, he's what they think he's Hugh Hefner in the first one. Yeah. They think he's Larry King in the, the second. second one. And what was he on? He was on a. He was like on Jeopardy or something. No, he was. He was. He was a. He was a. He was a judge at a beauty contest. Uh, it's the scene oh, where Stan. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, when uh, when Tony goes into the back of the 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 uh, the the TV sh- the TV uh, uh, station truck and you see him on one right. of the screens. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at the list of his stuff that he was. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out right with mine. Uh, it's Mallrats by far. It's the first, uh, the first movie cameo I ever see him. I saw him do, and he was himself, and um, it would seem pretty sincere. And he did a really good job in that movie, especially up against Jason Lee, who wasn't wasn't that good of an actor at the time. So, <laughs> so, but Stan, Stan, uh, he, he he came through in that movie, and uh, it was a very oh, didn't didn't he cameo. have a didn't he have a show on um, where it was like freaky people or something? Or, or oh. uh, he had a show on the History, History Channel. Channel. Yeah, I used to watch that. He was on. I forgot um, about that. Where it was like just like like people that had like freaky abilities and stuff. Uh huh. Oh crap! It did. It wasn't on for very long. No. But that I yeah I did like that. It's on. It's on the History Channel app for those who have the History Channel app. You can actually go Is and it watch on the it. History yeah, Channel app? I was actually oh, going wow. through it the other day and I saw that it was there. I was like, yo, Stan Lee's something. I forget what Super Freaks or whatever. Um, is on there, and uh, yeah, it's a, a short-lived show that he did for History Channel, and um, yeah, um, that's uh, that, that's that's if anything, that's a show you guys can check out. Um, Nilo says it has to be the 2005 Fantastic Four movie where he played where he was a, a mailman delivering Reed Richards mail at the Baxter Building. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That actually. was cool. The second the second movie had the better one though when he tried to show up for the wedding and they wouldn't let him in because his name wasn't on the list. <laughs> I said, "Who are you? Oh, my name is Stan Lee. I should be on the list." It's like, "Nah, man, you gotta go." It's like, "Yo, this is this is a jip." <laughs> and then I, I I did like the I did like the the kind of the. The thing that they throw at you in what was it, the second Guardians when you actually yes. think he's one of the Watchers, and it's like, oh, maybe he is. <laughs> and it, it somewhat, and it shows that they actually all the cameos are tied together because he's referencing other cameos and other movies that he did. Yeah, he references the Tony Stank moment, which is one of his best cameos, by the way. Tony Stank. <laughs> yeah, I never forget. Yo, shout out to Mal. Let us never forget Tony Stank. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Stank, yo, this is Mr. Stank right here. <laughs> yo, shout out to John Don Cheadle. You murdered that boy. Uh, Woo! Yeah, good All times. Right. But, but, um, but yeah, yeah, man, lots of great cameos, man. Uh, he'll be remembered for a long time to come, uh, and I'm looking forward to the few cameos we have left of him. Uh, just to break them down, uh, you got uh, St- Spider-Man: Far From Home. He did a cameo for that. Uh, of course, Avengers Four. He did a cameo and. Um, uh, Captain Marvel. So we have those to look forward to. And as Neo said, there might be some other ones that we don't know about. Yeah, you never know. Film. They might they might have stuff they can somehow fit in somewhere. I, oh yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. So. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. But yeah, yeah man. Silver, any 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 tweets before we? Yeah, uh, we got it. We got this a, episode. Got a few of them. Um, let me go ahead. Okay. Let's see here. Shout outs to uh, Yazi. He hit me up with this. Let's see here. If I can pull this up. Because because these uh. 
These images of all the death and destruction and bandit flower is kind of depressing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Yo, um, he, uh, he says, I remember this very well from over a decade ago during the golden days of G4 Tech TV. The Game Awards show at the time, Stanley came as Revolver Ocelot to present an award to Hideo Kojima. I'll just pull it up. Let me see here. Did he really? Yeah, wow. he did. He did. Actually, I think I pulled it up in another window. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. I'll run it without sound, but he came out as a revolver ocelot. Look at this guy. <laughs> he didn't even know who he's playing. <laughs> Yo, what? What did he say? Oh, my God. Yo, stare. Yo, Excelsior, baby. That's right. What did he say here? Revolver ocelot has arrived. Yo. <laughs> Yo, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Yo, Yazi, man, that's awesome. That is good stuff. Yo, props to you and props to that tweet. I enjoyed that, man. But uh, thank you. Uh, next up, uh, we have here that, if I close this up and close that up. All right, here we go. Oh, this is cool. Yazi also hit us up with this. Um, it's a cool picture of uh, both Spike and Guy uh, together from uh, Gunsword. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Let me see if I can get a blow up on that. There we go. Oh, there you go. Yo, yo yeah. my man in his mustard. <laughs> and Spike with his eggs. <laughs> yo, it does that a hard bender, boy. <laughs> Good shit. Um, also, uh, this is the tweet from earlier with Yazi and uh, Nozomi Entertainment. But Rob Mallard, shout out to Rob Mallard. He hit us up with a very, actually, dope question. I didn't know about this. But apparently tomorrow night, there's a stream. And it's for Gundam's 40th, Mo Mobile Suit Gundam's 40th anniversary project presentation. So they're doing another one oh. of those uh, streams tomorrow night. I was I, now that now that uh, we're seeing this, uh, I don't know if you're free tomorrow night, but maybe we should. Uh, maybe. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna be. But mm -hmm. if you want to go ahead and do it yourself, I would suggest doing it, um, and then we can kind of go from there or, yeah. or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize they were having this either yeah i didn't know until wow. i saw this tweet so it's like wow i knew that something was coming up for the 40th anniversary but i wasn't sure if they were doing something soon so um yeah i might i might do something impromptu tomorrow night you guys stay tuned so what do you think mm -hmm. what do you think crossbone gundam <laughs> Damn. full 50 episode show but, but people movies. people get to live the dream finally man so uh, yazi says doozy bots 2.0 it's make it happen <laughs> Your friend live, says, <laughs> "Go ahead. Live the me live the mediocrity of of Crossbone Gundam." You got it. Yo, your friend says it's just a live stream of Bandai loading up Tomino in the van to take him to the retirement home. Yo, can you imagine? Oh, <laughs> can you imagine? Or or, or 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 a live signing of Tomino saying, "Here, we're just gonna pay you so you don't ever make anything else for us." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh my God! But yo. oh, got to see Destiny too. Yeah, that would be great. Ooh. H H H two Geo Reckoning the the G G Reco two the G Reckoning. Yeah, that that would be interesting. The G Reckoning. <laughs> Jesus, what a shit show that would be. But <laughs> yo, props props to Rob Mallard. Keep we'll keep you posted. Um, if I am doing something tomorrow, I like night. this one, the Calamity War, the story we actually wanted. <laughs> <laughs> God, that is so true on so many levels. Damn. Oh man. Yo. I liked I loved Iron Blooded Orthans, but god damn it, they teased me too much with that. It's like that one episode. We got this killer machine from the Calamity War. It's like, oh please, oh please, flashback. Oh please, something. 
<laughs> nothing? <laughs> Not even anything? I mean, come on. Oh, man. Oh, real quick. I meant to mention this during the Stan Lee joint, but uh, Stan Lee discussion. But uh, there was a really good tweet that was put up by Ryan Parker uh, where he brought up uh, Stan's soapbox from way back in the day. Uh, and there's an expert excerpt here where he says, uh, uh, he quotes from the... Um, from the article, racism and bigotry are among the deadliest social ills plaguing the world today. Sooner or later, we must learn to judge each other on our own merits. And uh, it's a very good read. If you guys have never seen this, um, you should look it up. Just look it up, uh, Stan Soapbox, Soapbox on Racism, and you'll find it. And uh, he says a lot of shit that's applicable to today. So uh, the man was a man was always a socially minded man. Um, one of the biggest, yeah. one of the best things he ever did was uh, put social social issues into comics no one was willing to do that at the time and stanley was a pioneer uh stanley and his and his crew were a pioneer of doing that with the x-men with um the fantastic four it just making comic book characters more human was a big thing where wow. you could relate to the characters because dc if by comparison all a lot of their comic book characters were like the pinnacle of of of, of what a superhero should be and they were pure and whatnot and they didn't have like any foibles but um, when you got to Marvel, you you saw that Peter Parker was just a student trying to survive and pay the rent, <laughs> but also being Spider-Man at the same time, and that was really cool. Or um, you know, the Fantastic Four dealing with their powers and being freaks in society, and then the X-Men—that's a whole other ball of wax right there. So uh, yeah, um, a lot of a lot of people gravitated towards Marvel because of those. Or what uh, about the or what about the most uh, interesting one, Black Panther? A yeah, Afri African king of a wealthy African nation. That was that comic came out in the mid '60s, I believe. Oh yeah. <laughs> so talk about just you know, yeah, making an impression and 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 seeing and seeing what the world was. So exactly. So. Um, Yazi also hits it up with this tweet here. Uh, happy and happy eleventh anniversary to Gundam. 11 years of awesome content. Looking forward to more stuff. Thank you very much, Yazi, man. Uh, if anything, yeah, last month was our anniversary. So, a long, uh, for all the people who've been listening for a long time, thank you for tuning in. For all the new listeners, thank you for tuning in to us as well. And sticking with us, man. It's uh, it's been it's yeah. been a fun ride, dude. It really has been. Um, you know, with ups and downs, but for the most part, the more ups than downs. So, <laughs> if anything, thank you for uh, thank you for that. Um, there's another one that contains a video, but I don't think I really can get into it right now. But Yazi, thank you for this one. It's called Shar and Amaro Get Married. I'm not sure what that's about, but uh, we're running up on the clock. So uh, shout out to Ramses. I want to give him some shine. He says that Stan Lee made it a, a cameo on the Muppet Babies. And, oh, my uh, God. Yeah, apparently. But it's a two-minute-long cameo. So uh, there it is. But, yeah, um, apparently he was on the Muppet Babies, man. Who knew? Who knew? Did well, not know that. Uh, there he is, right there. Holy shit! <laughs> he got he got webs all over his hand from uh from one of the Muppet oh Babies. He, he's shot by webs. Oh Lord, you'll stand, stand, please. <laughs> but there you go. It's like he's getting peed on. Who knew? But shout out to Ramsey. Thank you, sir. <laughs> oh God, I gotta watch the cameras of Stan Lee because man, he, he 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 did it for the love. He you did. gotta give it to him there. Yo, look at this shit. Okay, I'm gonna share this link with you. Let's see this real quick. Cause Fred, Fred hit us with this uh this link with uh him and Todd McFarlane. Hang on, I gotta get this. Where the fuck is it? There we go. Paste. Uh, there you go. Apparently he's spitting hot fire with with Rob Liefeld and Todd McFarlane. What? 
go. Alright. I got it up. I don't know if you got it up in your end. Uh, hold on. Is he rhyming in this, Fred? What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Hold on. Let me get the... Okay, ready? Alright, cool. Um, on one, three, two, one. Google try to explain our thinking on how we're coming across and why we're doing overkill the you way it is. You can think and draw at the hey, same time. Yeah. And especially if it's going to be overkill, <laughs> his equipment's got to be overkill. Yeah, God, God, damn, God damn, Stan. <laughs> okay, along those lines, he's got the biggest shoulder pads ever existed. It's like I his, figured he would. He's got a lot of pouches, too, I'm, gonna I'm sure. Him, I'm going to give him some big knee pads here. Because a guy like him that's got some armor and got some... Yo, Marvel did have a fucking murderous role of fucking artist back then, boy. Jesus. Yeah, he did. You know, I mean, the kids... The kids God, big shoulders were a thing of the 80s and 90s, though, on these, um... That's why I'm bug I bug out when I watch My Hero Academia, because that show, like, brings up... Brings up all the different eras of comic books and and designs and like the the big the big the big looks of the different eras is is, is really cool to see in that show. Getting into the costume is like going to the bathroom in comic book. You never show it, but you assume that Superman and Batman and Spider-Man actually do go and urinate every now and then, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, if you just came in on that, you'd be like, what? <laughs> I guess they gotta pee. <laughs> Yeah, no. Are you kidding hands? me? Are you with the hands? Oh, yeah, I'm the best. You do hands? Holy hands shit, he knows. We give them he knows? Wires coming out here, coming oh, down. Up. They the love kids, that the stuff. The kids love wires. The wires oh, that he'll... Oh, my God, this is so 90s, man. Oh, I know. Does he have a double identity? Is he really a meek accountant in real life? Tell me what it... When he takes a meek accountant. Is he a 97 pound weekly? Do you see him taking... Rough fist. Okay. Okay. Thumb. He would have three different cannons different that are okay. facing you for the large kapui. Wow. So right here, they could be like missile launchers or whatever. But he's gonna have those right over here. What makes you make those line. value judgments? Why only three? He's got four knuckles. Because the reader's crazy. Why does he have one? That's a very valid point, though. I mean, you do have four knuckles. Why would you do three? Yeah. Stand straight, roasted them. <laughs> Oh, it's such a terrible design, too. I, I mean, I oh my god, this did not age well. It's so, it's so 90s. Bad as it is! When you when you were creating characters, Stan, mm -hmm. uh, what was the process back then? I mean, because Rob and I right now, we do our own writing and our own drawing. We we don't we don't collaborate with anybody. Fellas, y'all should really pick one. Oh, 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 that was a dig. That was a dig. Oh, what was your process? We didn't. We don't really collaborate with people now. What did you do? It's are like, they, are oh they, shit! Are they really trying to step? <laughs> yeah, they did. That and the way you have them. We got to justify all of this paraphernalia. All them shoulders. <laughs> I, I just want you to, we have a minute oh, and a half Let me see them feet, though. Tighten those feet. Yo, the feet are horrible. <laughs> Dude, this thing, it's just, it's yeah. just such junk. <clears throat> Look at those mullets, though. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yes! Mullets, mullets, and 
full fact there. What did he say uh, at the end? Hold on. I'm gonna step out, okay? Okay. Incidentally, you guys have ruined us. We've decided to give up comics and we're going into showbiz. He said, "You guys have ruined us. We're about to <laughs> we're gonna give up comics and go into uh go into showbiz." He'll <laughs> <laughs> stand. Stop. Stop it, stand. Oh my god. Good stuff. Yo, shout out to Fred. Shout out to Ramsey. Shout out to everybody who uh who submitted stuff uh. tonight, man. I, I, if anything, let me let me see if there's one more tweet that we can go on. Uh, no, I think we've covered them all. So uh, cool. if I missed one, I am so sorry, guys. But thank you guys for participating, of course. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Ed says check out the hoofs on that character. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> hoofs for real. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna go out on um, we're gonna go out on um, on Roger the Stanley experience. Uh, we'll close out the stream tonight with that, so you guys get uh, if you guys have never seen that before, you're gonna see it tonight. That's for sure. Um, Saber just tweeted. All right, Saber. This is absolutely the last one, though. Let me see here. Let's see here. It better be a good tweet. Oh, it's the last tweet, man. That's the either that yeah. or he'll get roasted. All right, let's see here. I don't see it, man. Did you uh, did you tweet me or use the hashtag Gundam? Oh, well, hold on. Damn it, y'all don't make this shit easy. Oh. No, no, it's it's done then. I mean, if we can't find it, it's not our. I mean, you you have the you have the hashtags. In everything, right? Yeah, I do, but he might have used the hashtag I fucked up on, so let me see if I can find it. Yeah, I didn't notice that you had the wrong hashtag. I do. I did. Yo, exposed. Exposed. Yeah, I'll... Saber, I don't see it. Let me go to your... Oh, my God. Let's see if we can get this going. No, we... Well, we had a tweet! I don't know what happened to it. Um, yeah, hashtag Gundam202. He didn't use that hashtag. Uh, well... Saber, we'll just have to move on, man. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Next time. Next time. But so. yes, got to be faster. All right. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in to episode 202 of Gundam at MHQ, man. We reviewed um, Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt, uh, the second movie, Bandit Flower. And oh, uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, we also uh, remembered Stan Lee and talked about um, what, how, how he affected us. And just, just to me, uh, one of the most uh, important creators. To, to come along in a while, um, and he did a lot to advance comic books, as well as uh, transition them to the big screen. So, props to you, Stan Lee, man. You did a lot, man. You, you had a, as, as Kevin Smith would say, you had a bucket full of wind, man. Absolute bucket full oh, of wind. Molly, one of the fullest. Yeah. One of the fullest. Yeah. But, uh, Make sure to visit mahq.net. That's the Mecha and Anime headquarters. Uh, you can go there and find a lot of reviews for different Mecha Anime shows as well as uh, line art and other great trivia for Mecha Anime. So please go there and check that out. Join the conversation at mahmechatalk.net as well. And uh, also follow us on Twitter at mahqdotnet and at Gundam at MHQ. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube.com slash Gundam MHQ Live. If you listen to the audio version and you want to see the commentaries and the reactions that we had for all those uh, videos that we showed tonight, just go to YouTube.com slash Gundam MHQ. You'll find the archive for the episode and just go right to the spot. And thank you very much for doing so. You can also watch on Twitch.tv slash level underscore nine, N-I-N-E. And thank you very much for doing so, man. Neil, anything uh, you wanted to say before we uh, close things out? No. I, uh, everybody... Um... We'll see you in a couple weeks with the next another episode of Gundam. All right. Good night, guys. Take it easy.
Holy shit! Aren't you? Oh, Stanley. I, I can't believe I'm standing here talking to you. You're responsible for the greats. Let's do the list. Spider-Man. Guilty. The Incredible Hulk. Afraid so. Oh, man, this is so cool. The X-Men. Now that you mention it. Shit, man, you are a god. Hey, look at that couple. Boy, they sure seem to be in love, huh? You know, what's with that? That's the second time you've commented on couples in love. Well, I, I like that sort of thing. Tell me, do you have a girlfriend, Brody? Had one. We just broke up. The thing. Is this dork made of orange rock like the rest of his body? <laughs> it's a superhero secret. Tell me, Brody, uh, why did you and your girlfriend break up? She was a pain in the ass. She wanted me to be this typical boyfriend guy. Said I was too into my own world of comics and all. Yeah, I can relate. There was a time when it was all about comics for me, you know? I, I had a girl probably the same as yours. She always complained that I spent too much time with my own comics, and uh, eventually we broke up. See, what did she know? Here you are now, a legend in the field. Probably had a slew of women since her, am I right? Oh, lots of women. Jagger and me, we had a running contest to see who had the most. Matter of fact, last time I looked, I was way ahead. Damn, that's hot! But I never forgot that girl. Well, did you ever get back together with her? One day I found out she got married. I had blown it. I had uh, missed my window. No way. Well, what'd you do? I went on with my life. I created some special new superheroes. Uh, they were characters that reflected my own heartbreak and my own regrets. How so? Dr. Doom wears body armor to conceal his own mangled form, right? Yeah. Okay. That was me beneath the armor. The Hulk. A normal guy one minute, a rage of emotions the next. Just like me when I thought about what I'd given up. So you created each character as a way to deal with your one big regret. Yeah, the girl that got away. Look, do yourself a favor, Brody. Don't wait, because all the money, all the women, even all the comic books in the world, they can't substitute for that one person. I don't know, all the comics in the world? Trust me, true believer. Well, good talking to you. Keep up all the good work. You keep reading them. I'll keep writing them. Hey, Stan. Yeah? She really meant that much to you? Brody, I'd give it all up. All of it. For just one more day with her. Take care. Hi. Hey. hey, you know, I think he bought it. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, what kind of story did you give him? Oh, it was the vulture soliloquy, you know, from the Spider-Man anniversary issue. Love, be a vulture tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I can't thank you enough, Mr. Oh, forget it. But, you know, I think you ought to get him some help. He seems to be really hung up on superhero sex organs. But he'll outgrow it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Mr. Lee. Yeah. Excelsior. Oh, you got that right. See ya. At MAHQ is a Shinjuku station and MAHQ.net joint. I'm going to miss him. Yeah, we were friends, you know. Can I return it if it doesn't fit? It always fits. Eventually.